the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. In today's world, there is much confusion as to what defines family. And Satan is determined to keep it that way. The good news is that the children of God have victory because we know that the family, as designed by God, will not be destroyed. Fathers, as the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God. Stand firm, set the spiritual tone, and be the role model for your families to the glory of God, thereby establishing legacies for your future generations. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us. A godly father will teach his children not to yield to the competing voices of this world system. A godly father will teach his children not to yield to the competing voices of this world system. There's a whole lot of voices uh, coming at your children. Your children are, and you as well, parents, are being inundated with the voices of this world. And you've got to be able to screen the, the, these words and in these voices, you, you have to you have to have a discerning spirit. Deuteronomy twenty eight one and two says, "And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all His commandments that I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above the nations on the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and will overtake you." It's not even conditional. All you got to do is just do what the word says. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. That's the main condition right there. If you don't obey the word of God, then you will fall. Fathers, it is critical that you teach your children to listen and obey the voice of God because they will be blessed and successful in all they do and not fall prey to the subtleties of the enemy, such as getting caught up in trends, receiving attacks on their self-esteem, glimpsing at pornography, confusion about their sexuality and gender identity, embracing ideas that cause them to doubt their faith, receiving bad counsel, uh, peer pressure and succumbing to FOMO, which is the fear of missing out. You have to be determined to hear the voice of God with so many voices coming at you from so many directions. Number six, a godly man gives priority to worshiping the Lord. A godly man gives priority to worshiping the Lord. Psalms 95, 6 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down and let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Worship is an attitude of the heart that is filled with praise and thanksgiving and adoration to God. 
worship. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. It's a wonderful thing when men can come here and worship with family, but that ought to not just be for Father's Day. That should be every Sunday. That should be through the week. It should be in the home. Worship should be a part of your daily life, not just for a specific occasion. Why don't you say amen? Amen. Worship is an attitude of the heart that is filled with praise. Worship is giving thanksgiving to God. Worship is giving adoration to God. Worship is to magnify and adore the Most High God with all of our inner being, with all our body, soul, and spirit. Worship is to interact with God. Worship is to elevate God. Worship is to make his name great, to to elevate his person, to to elevate who he is, to celebrate God, to honor him, to acknowledge his deity. A godly father knows that Christ alone is worthy of our highest praise. Did you get that? A godly father knows that Christ alone is worthy of our highest praise. Therefore, when you genuinely worship God, you will experience him. Men, when, you, when God has arrested you, he will put within you an inner desire to come to in-person worship with your family to worship Christ as you are doing today. Hebrews 10.25 says, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Some folk have gotten so used to not meeting together until they don't even want to be together. And then they grow cold. They go cold. How many of you ever tried barbecuing? I'm not talking about on this new stuff. They got these new pits now that you just kind of do a little something and all of the, everything is all ready for you. But, but, but they used to have something they call a barrel. Remember those barrels they used to have? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Those barrels with the, with the wire mesh on the well on the top, the grill on top. And then, but, but then you get those coals. I don't know what the name of those coals is, the black coals. And you put them in. I used to barbecue. I don't barbecue like I used to, you know, but um, I'd rather come and eat yours. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, anyway, but when I would make, when I prepared a barbecue, I would get the coals and I would pile them up on one another and put some lighter fluid on it, lighter fluid on it and get it going and let it begin to simmer until all the coals catch on uh, and become red and ready. Uh, for, for for the meat, but you know that. But, but I'm going to tell you something. Now, but when you take those, if, but if I were to take those coals, and if I was to separate those coals, and I put one coal way to the left, and another coal way to the right, and another coal way to, and if I, if I put them about an inch apart, what's going to happen? The the fire's going to go what? Why? Because they're they're not connected. They're not they're not integrated. And uh, they can't keep the fire going. And you know what? When believers stay disconnected from the church, their fire goes out. Their fire goes out. 
If I go, you want to, you want to maintain your passion. You want to maintain your zeal. You want to maintain your joy. You want to maintain your fire. It must, we must stay together, stay connected, stay interconnected. And that's that we're, we're iron sharpening iron and we're, we're together. And all of a sudden we leave here hot and on fire and enthusiastic about the God of our glory. It's just not one little coal over here and one little coal over in the Southeast and we, we separated for, for four months before we see each other, unless it's a funeral or something. You will be just as dry and frail and of no use to God, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Some fathers send their children to church instead of bringing them to the Lord's house to worship God together. Sadly, we live in a day where children grow up and never crack the doors of the church house because their schedule is so crammed with sports activities. And then when crises intrude into their lives, they mishandle the crises. Even the parents uh, succumb to crises. They are overwhelmed, become depressed, suicidal, and many turn to alcohol, drugs, psychics, sexual immorality, violence, because they are not spiritually equipped to deal with the difficult days that we are in. And the, the difficult days are not coming. They are already here. You can't, if you can't see now that the days are here, you, I, don't know what, I don't know what kind of eyes you have. No, number seven, a godly father is one who provides for his family. A godly father is one who provides for his family. First Timothy 5, 8 says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Uh, dads, your family should feel secure because they know that they can count on you to supply their financial needs. It is also your responsibility to instill spiritual discipline within your children and teach them how to earn money early and not expecting handouts in life. And, and, and that's just the way it is. It's called work ethic. Teach them how to manage money. Teach them how to honor the Lord by giving to him financially first. Teach your children how to save. Your children need to know that you expect them to get a good education, to acquire a good skill set, and a good work ethic. And by, by all means, you, you don't have to go to college to be successful. College is not for everybody. They are very successful folk. I have testimonials all over the place, uh, one, one of which is, is, is my sister. Uh, uh, she's in Houston, and... And when she graduated uh, out of school, uh, she went in, uh, to Shell and vocational school, and then a team surrounded her. And then, uh, and I was already in my first year at Texas Southern University, uh, and I was in a five-year curriculum. And when she got started, they put everything around her, put her in a full 1K program, and gave her this, and gave her that, and gave and one is downtown, great big carpet builders, and all that. And I looked and saw, and looked around and saw what this girl was, and all that. And she retired from that job uh, in her mid-60s. That's the only job she ever had from 17 years old. I never saw the money that girl had, and she never had a college education. But she learned a skill set. 
and she did well, and she managed her money. As a matter of fact, she, she was a blessing for me and helped me through college and helped me with my books and stuff because her money came so much quicker. I was still trying to get there. Thank God. Treat your siblings right, amen? <laughs> civil robbery, uh, civil robbery probably is robbery, but rivalry is not all that good. It's not all that good. You, know, you, you can make, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a, a plumber. I mean, you can be a PhD, you can be a medical doctor, but if you don't know anything about getting under that sink, then you're going to have to, you know, you have to pay, you got to pay for that skill set of the air conditioning man. Right now, if your air conditioning go out and some of y'all is out and about to go out, you, guess what? You not, if you don't know what you're doing, you think, you're not going to get a little screwdriver and go, tink, well, let me tinker with this. I think I can just, miss, I put these little wires together and it all work itself out. Your wife's going to say, you, <laughs> you going to you, you burn our house down. Well, you go get you somebody that's real. We don't need a jack leg around here. <laughs> Burn your house down trying to save $5. You know you don't know what you're doing. I can do it. I can. No, you can't. <laughs> a skill set. You're brick masons and just go on or cosmetology. And just, just, I can just go on and on and on. A college it has its place. I have about I have three degrees and, and that's fine and it has its place and it's been a blessing to me. But God doesn't take everybody the same way. And it's okay. And because you don't go my way and I don't go your way, it's okay. God, our paths, God has ordained the destiny and the path for our life. We want to be where God wants us to be and realize if we're in his will and we and we are living out his will. We're going to be all right. Number eight, a godly father is one who models Christ. A godly father is one who models Christ. Titus chapter two, verses seven through eight says, in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. Fathers, your family should not have to look outside the home. They, your, your children should not have to look outside the home to find a role model. Your children should speak well of you saying, I want to be like my dad when I grow up. The scripture says in verses 7 and 8 that you should be a good example by doing what is good, teaching them integrity, and your speech should be sound, we said, what does it mean to be sound? It is having speech that is whole, speech that is healthy. One who is sound have speech that is edifying and speech that is encouraging. That's soundness of speech. Number nine, a godly father will make his home a place of refuge in the midst of a crime-filled, confused chaotic nation and world. A godly father will make his home a place of what? Refuge in the midst of a crime field. It's crimes everywhere. Confused. Confusion is all over America. Chaotic nation and world. Psalms 91, chapter, uh, Psalms number 91 verses 1 and 2 says, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high 
shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him I will trust. Refuge. A refuge is a safe place. Your home should be a what kind of place? Your home should be a what kind of place? A safe place. A safe place is, is one where it's a, it's, a, it's a shelter. A safe place is a place of protection. A, a refuge is a place of comfort. Your, your child been hurt, uh, gone through some things, they ought to come back home and get some renewed hope and healing. Fathers in an upside down, confused, chaotic world, you must be intentional about ensuring that your family comes home to a place of refuge. I remember so vividly when my children were quite young and would hear those booming, spectacular sounds of thunder. They would both get out of their bed. They wouldn't get in each other's bed. They would get out of their bed. You know what they did. They ran down to our bedroom, got under the cover between mom and dad, tucked themselves in, kicking us in our sides. And and when the thunder sounded, they were calm. They were tranquil. Because they took refuge under the cover with mom and dad, kicking us in our side when they slept hard. (laughs) It's okay. I remember that. They would run time and time again. But we were a refuge. We were a refuge. Finally, but not the least, a godly father will make it priority to pass on his righteous heritage, not only to his children, but also to his children's children for generations to come. A godly father will make it priority to pass on his what? Righteous heritage, not only to his children, but also to his children's children for generations to come. Proverbs 13, 22a says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. But some men can't leave inheritance because they broke. They beggars. They're paupers. Have anything to show for it. They've been moochers. Instead of the parents being able to take care of the, the parents taking care of the children, the children have to take care of the parents so early on in life because they've just been uh, they, 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 the parents just didn't make good decisions. So you see the, ch- the children doing the work of parents so early in life. When we think about inheritance, we, al- we often think about material things such as money, homes. When we think about heritage, we think about furniture and family heirlooms, jewelry, cars, etc. But the greater inheritance is a spiritual legacy such as salvation a strong spiritual foundation, leaving his children and grandchildren well-rooted in the word of God, a legacy of being faithful in service in the Lord's church. What kind of legacy are you leaving 
dads. It is a legacy. Is it a legacy of a good example? Is it a legacy of a good reputation? Is it a legacy of words of wisdom? What kind of legacy are you leaving, granddaddy? Is it a legacy of teaching life lessons? Is it a legacy of leaving them well prayed over, which they will remember long after you departed this life? Leaving them a legacy by giving your children and grandchildren your personal Bible, rich with notes that you have annotated down through the years and a treasure chest of precious memories? Fathers, if you have left a legacy of hurt, you have left a legacy of pain. When your wife and children think of you, all they think about is how you hurt them. They remember your anger, your physical and emotional abuse, verbal abuse and abandonment. Then, Dad, you need to repent, confess your sins to God and apologize to your family and God will restore what the locusts have eaten. Beloved, these are the qualities of a godly father, and it is our prayer that we men would raise the standard of fatherhood so that our children will not miss seeing Jesus in us. Dads, as I conclude, I pose a question to you. Can your children and can your grandchildren see Jesus in you? Can your children and grandchildren See Jesus in you. And all God's children said, let's pray. And Father, we thank you for this message. And I pray, Father, that fathers and grandfathers who are not saved today would would come forth and receive Christ as his personal savior. If there's some mom or some, some sister, some sibling, some aunt, some grandmother here today that don't know you, that they, that they would be saved. Father, we pray for fathers who have not been available, that they be intentional about being all there when they are there. Father, we pray that you would increase our wisdom as fathers and grandfathers. Father, I pray that we would bring our homes joy and not grief. Father, I pray that we teach our children and grandchildren not to yield to the competing voices of this world system. Father, I pray that we men would give priority to worshiping the Lord in times like these. Father, I pray that we continue to be unwavering providers for our family, especially as we go through tough times economically in our society. Father, help us to be good role models for our children and grandchildren. Father, help us to cultivate a home and family that is in a place of refuge 
in a crime-filled, confused, chaotic nation and world. And then, Father, I pray that you would move us, help us to pass down a righteous, godly heritage. Not, not things, not just things. Those things are okay in and of themselves and have their place, but even greater, a spiritual legacy. What is a dresser without salvation? What is jewelry without salvation? What are cars without salvation? What is stuff without salvation? A legacy of a good reputation. Leaving a Bible that is rich with annotations where we have journaled the things of God therein. And Father, where we have failed, we ask you to forgive us. Because the truth be, the truth be told, none of us in this room are perfect fathers. So we ask you to forgive us, show us how to do better, have mercy on us, and if necessary, show us how to start over in Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. If you want to start over, then start over with Jesus. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.